This is post-apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. This week, quick check-in, our Shia and Corey update. Very brief. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf's making a movie about his life where he's playing his dad. He's playing his dad. He's playing his dad, but very little <laughs> makeup. And he's the person playing him is roughly the same age he is now. Wow. They've been some set photos. And then there's one scene where he's dressed as a clown. I'm like, I don't care. I want to um, see every I am frame of this movie. In. Just, wow. I like I mean, that he's making a movie about himself. He's playing his dad. <laughs> but he's like 32. Yeah. So. I'm going to play my dad. Minimal makeup. Yeah. The guy playing <laughs> my son is also 32 or around that age. It's almost like that sure. old movies. Like you watch the um, uh, black and white or whatever. Where, hey, there's an old person, and it's just white hair and glasses. That was it. Yeah. There's no other anything else. Like, oh no, I'm the older person. They sprayed some gray into my hair. All right, that don't think it works that way. Whereas, like, he's just like, no, I'll put, uh, I'll, I'll have a receding hairline. I'm old now. Mm. All right, cool, shy. But it's so funny because that also reminded me of uh, in Clerks. I think one of the, there was someone that, I think it was their their friend Walt, who was also 23. Uh-huh. In the background, he played an older person, so they just put a little white in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, no other makeup, but that's that charming 20-year-old doing it. This is right. Shia LaBeouf making a real movie. And is the guy playing him, is, is playing him as Shia as a baby? No, he's no. he's 32? No, no, he's a full, yeah. Oh, okay. He's a 32-year-old playing the baby, and then they just uh, fist fight each other oh, the whole time. I, you know what? I hope so. Uh, Against a green screen. Oh, do it! <laughs> I got, I want to try, to try to find the name of the movie, so, you know, got to give credit where credit's due. For I think sure. it's called Honey Boy. Hunt of, I don't know. I mean, I, it should, if it's <laughs> If, if it's not, not, I'm taking Honey Boy as a, uh, <laughs> as a thing. And is Shia going to... Uh, have a theater that's free of charge to the public where he watches this movie. I think he watches the crowd watch his movie and just reacts the whole time. Love it. Best reaction video ever. Yeah, uh, that was so great. And FKA Twigs is in the movie. Oh, okay. Playing his grandmother. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it. I'd I'd watch that movie. I'm going to watch that movie no matter what. Oh, my. This is... Is this is this is him as an independent making a movie or is this some? Yeah, I need to see who's actually involved. I just I, I was just looking him up last night because it came up that he was on set flipping burgers for the crew. Yeah, and I was like, well, then they <laughs> punch everyone because that's how he does it. Right, it's how he rolls. Who wants a burger? Punches him in the throat. <laughs> oh, he wrote it as well. Of course, passion project. Yeah, Alma Herrera directed it. She, okay, so he didn't direct. He's not directing it. Steven Spielberg. No. But she has worked with him before. Apparently, he was in a Sigur Ross video. Shy was? Yeah. Oh. And uh, she's just done videos and a documentary. Okay. So you know it's going to be super it's Feature arty. debut. It's yeah. It's going to be super arty, and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be... Oh, if it's if he's involved, and if it's about his life, it's definitely going to be arty. I... Quote, air quotes, arty. Arty. But the thing is, though, I think with that, you have something like that... It will be interesting. Yeah. I mean, so much more so that I think just the idea, like, he plays his own dad and all, or maybe his dad-like character. But at least it's already someone who's done music videos, who's a documentary. It's like, all right, it's going to be interesting. 
Yeah. It's not just some rando person making a movie and they happen to get Shia. This is like a Shia passion project. Yeah. Do you think it's it's like you first few frames, first few scenes, you're like, come on, your dad really? But then like you settle in and you're like, you know what? I totally forgot. Yeah, I think Shia. I think it's definitely going to be that first thing uh, you think about it. You're like, what is going on? And then it'll continue. And you're like, all right, I'm aboard. I am one hundred percent in this uh, in this movie now. But you said minimal makeup. What like you? That's what they. That's what you from the well, stills yeah, that you've seen, you, or or was that like the set photos are? There's one of him wearing a bandana. I don't know what that gets me. Um, and I think he puts like a belly on or something, so it looks like he's you know because when you're older, yeah, you know he's like, oh wow. So it'd be one thing if he was playing a dad. He didn't yeah. But his kid was little, but then there's another photo of him right. with a kid that's his size. So I'm not really sure. Literally just wearing a bandana does not make you older. And someone said he had transformed. No, he didn't. He's wearing a bandana. <laughs> My guess is he just went to set that day. Yeah, yeah. He had transformed into himself. I don't know. How do you think the set mood is? It's like, I wonder when he's going to flip out and punch one of us. I think I would be wondering the same thing. He walks by and just don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Oh, geez. Don't look at him. Oh, God. He's walking yeah. towards us. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he's is something that makes him, you know, blow up or yeah. something. I mean, he's Shia LaBeouf. I mean, that that's his MO. That's who he is. He's trying, I guess, go the straight and narrow or whatever. But, I mean, you know, if this is his passion project and something's not right, you know how directors, actors get when, you know, it's not their project yeah. and things aren't going well. And you're like, really? Yeah. Imagine if, you know, they're behind or something's not, you know, the way, oh, that's not how it was when I grew up. We ate porridge or whatever. And then, you know, they take the goulash or whatever, yeah. you know, off and, you know, okay, we'll, we'll make it the right color, Mr. LaBeouf. And then he blows up and <laughs> fires somebody or yells at somebody or, like you said, punches somebody. I, I just, maybe, I hope there's a behind the scenes, like, I just want to see that movie. I just want to see going that on. The people that back the movie going, look, we're going to make a documentary because there's no way this movie is getting finished, <laughs> but we want the footage of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine he's flipping burgers. Hey, can I hook you up with a burger? Oh, no, no I don't eat meat. And then he just punches oh, you yeah. in the throat. <laughs> eat it! Eat it! And he's just jamming it down. <laughs> I liked you in even Stevens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you start crying. You know, I don't remember, I don't remember his dad. Um, and maybe I'm not remembering correctly, but when he was on, when he did, when he got cast in it, first project green light movie or mm-hmm. uh, uh, i think it was the first one um you know his mom was like take him everywhere it's yeah. like they showed his mom but the dad wasn't really yeah i don't think the dad was around he he's one of those actors that always told different stories about his parents he, i think there's a i think someone of course someone did something on youtube where you know like when he was young younger or growing up they would ask hey so what do you do oh my my dad did this 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 another interview oh my dad did this like there was no consistency hmm. to any of his stories so all of a sudden it's like wait what does his parents do so there were no real like he just lied the whole <coughs> time excuse me so wow i think at one point he said his dad was a circus clown or something maybe that's why he was dressed as a clown oh maybe he's just writing a story from all the lies he's told man some dark it's just probably gonna be some dark material here accidentally dark yeah like you're watching going, oh yeah uh, this is deep and do you think it's like this is why like this is his reason why i punch people <laughs> maybe that should be the time 
that like have honey boy honey boy this is aka why i punch punch people people. and at the end you're like you know what yeah i I, I get it i i'm okay with him punching people exactly this is probably the greatest news i've heard in a while (laughs) um i can't can't wait for this i'm just curious as to like whether it's a studio which i don't know how it could be but it's a studio or independent studio or Mm -hmm. you know independent producer gets this and goes all right i'm in for a ride because you know it's not some straightforward movie like you're dealing with shia labeouf yeah and it's about his life he wrote it yeah there's a lot and he's playing the dead but not not really made up at all no but i'm sure it's like no 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 no. it's a you know it's a an analogy of my life or something yeah it's like no it's not exactly but it's a child actor working with his relationship of his drunk dad so it's like oh why i why i punch people yeah, there it is. I mean, I hope that's what the you know, like when you drive around Hollywood and they have signs and everything has a code name of where the product base camp is. It's just called punching people. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the new Shia joint. Yeah, I think everybody can guess that. Wow, he's playing the father, and the kid's playing his son is only ten years younger than him. So, it, oh, so, so he's thirty-two, and the kid's twenty-two. But he's playing the dad. But but how old is the dad in the movie? You think? Because yeah. obviously he's not 10 years older. No, 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 no. So, well, I mean, he had a bandana on. So oh, it's, he's he, 50. He's playing. He's playing older. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, old men wear bandanas. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess when you call an old man, you, they, they give you like uh, an AARP card and a, and a bandana. Yeah. It's uh, filmed in Santa Clarita. We could just go up there, walk around. We should totally do that. <laughs> Pod from the set. <laughs> oh, God, here he comes. Here he comes. Run! Right. <laughs> you just hear punches. He comes and sits down with us and starts wait, wait aren't you shooting <laughs> my dad's an alcoholic that's why i punch people <laughs> all right it's been post-apocalyptic punching <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh we gotta do it so no the, i'm pretty excited about uh yeah honey boy although it comes out next year they're filming now oh i was like when's the release date you would think something like that probably comes out in like you know october november i mean yeah you would think they would try to maybe an award season especially if you're doing just a talkie movie why do you have a next year release date yeah oh well we don't want to compete against fast and the fear it's like you're not going to compete against fast <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's like all the cg work that they eventually will do but you're just seeing this yeah allison they didn't tell them, no 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 we're gonna totally we're digitally mapping your whole face oh it's ed asner now <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer in. is just in everything. Ron Howard takes over after <laughs> the director gets... Like, I can't deal with it. Ron Howard's like, all right, I'll show up. Give me Plummer. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, remake it. Do it. We should talk about that for one second, is that there's a campaign. I guess they have $15 million now. So Wait, From who, from just donate? Donate. Uh, so, uh, d- donations, yeah. Wow. So there's... There's a campaign going around that someone wants to remake The Last Jedi to make it correct. Because people hate The Last Jedi. Which, I, I don't understand why. I, I loved it. And we're the ones that should be almost the harshest critics. For the most part, between John and I, we've seen them all at the theater. I, I missed... Well, my wife saw Star Wars at the theater. I started seeing them at Empire. So I've yeah. been... We're the age that should be bitching the most. Right. You know, like we did when the prequels came out but then that's universally disliked anyway so we were right for the last jedi i was i thought it was amazing i, I did too i was fine i saw it twice 
I rarely see movies twice I anymore. See, I saw it at least twice, yeah. And, I mean, I'm at the age now where it's like, look, I saw it once, I need to move on. I'm not 12, where I think I saw Jedi, like, eight times at the right. theater. It's like, I gotta see it. Well, and it's also home video. There wasn't. I know Last Jedi's gonna be on Blu-ray in a month. Right, so exactly. I don't need to rush to go see it. So, there are fans that hate the movie and want to remake it. So, they're trying to raise $200 million to remake it. They have no plans on how to, like, cast it, because obviously... I mean, one, it's it's all about rights. You don't have the rights to make Star Wars. Right. And that's it's true. That's yeah. a that's like the main point right there. So it's funny, so that I guess I, I looked this morning, they've raised fifteen million, which is funny. We could go back to Corey Feldman who's been trying to make his movie. He needs like a thousand dollars. He can't make it. <laughs> but the best part was on Twitter was Ryan Johnson going, Please, please, just I bet he contributed. I'll give you guys a million dollars. Probably would. <laughs> Definitely. And then my favorite of the whole tweet thing was it bumped Seth Rogen and kept replying to people going, I didn't know you can make movies without rights. Why are you doing like all of a sudden it just like blew his mind. So yeah. he had to keep tweeting about it, which made me like all of a sudden he's like, wait, what? Hold on. Let me get on my phone. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, it, you know, it's a futile campaign. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't, like you say, you can't remake it. I mean, yeah. you don't have the. The rights you can't you know no one's gonna license star wars to you to to do yeah. this you know um on a large scale so is there a script is there any i doubt it you know they probably did this haha i'm gonna prove a point yeah i think it would be awesome though if disney went great if you raise the money we'll let you license the name for your movie you have to cast it yourself you have to do everything else so if none of the people want to be in it, they don't have to be in it. We're not going to tell them not to be in it. So if you go after Mark Hamill okay. and he says yes, you can have him. If he says no, then no. But we will give you the license to make this movie and character names. Do you think they put uh, the spinoffs on hold so that this project can go forward? And Like, the- hold on. We've yeah. got something. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Watch this. Watch yeah. this. They're trying to... Make another Star Wars, like another uh, Last Jedi. Let's see what the kids can do. I think it, <clears throat> if they were smart, why not? I mean, honestly, like, I would see that because you can always discount it as not being part of, because they already have the Last Jedi. Yeah. So I just want to see what these people can do. All right, you raise $200 million, make the film you want to make. Because I would love to just see, one, I don't know even know who's behind it, so... It'd yeah. be great if it was like uh, George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ruined it. I am going to remake it. <laughs> great. Well, if it's Lucas, then, you know. Yeah. But, you know, with a bunch of people or fans or whatever yeah. just saying, you know what, I want to remake this movie. I mean, it, it, it'll net $200 million. Like, if I had $200 million to just give away, yeah. I would feed a lot of people but if i had 200 yeah in a, in a different level yeah, yeah. this is a reality exactly if this was another sort of yeah. reality and i could give it away to them i would just to prove that it can't be done yeah on based on your premise like look we're not gonna you're not gonna utilize our people our yeah. star wars people to do this you have to find all your you know vfx people all you're gonna have to basically what we're doing do is we're giving you yourself. the okay to use the word Star Wars, that because that's all the licensing is. You can use all the character names you want to use. Han Solo, great. You yeah. Use Luke, you have them all. Do you get approval? Disney get script approval, or what do you what are you thinking? I don't think so. Okay. I think you just let them go. No, you guys think you have it all done. Great. 
this is 100% you. You deliver, <laughs> such, like, even give them a, a real deadline, too. It's like, because they would. Like, I mean, yeah. um, I think episode nine comes out next December next or something. December, like. it's 2019. Yeah. So they go, okay, here's all the money you have in one year or whatever their timeline is. It's like you have, um, and even give them more time. Give them 18 months. There you go. Here's your money. Deliver a film 18 months. Here's your release date. <laughs> and then wow. just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it will never happen, but it's it's in the, quite a, a huge feat to make these things happen at all. Yeah. Like, like <clears throat> if I told these guys, all right, your release date is 2025, mm-hmm. it's still not probably going to happen. I mean, yeah. the way that these movies happen at all, it's just like an army of people yeah. across the world that makes these things happen. Uh, and these people have done this for their whole entire lives. And like people on the the crews, you know, are, you know, anywhere from grizzle old Brits who did yeah. probably the first Star Wars to, you know, some guy, you know, working out of his garage who yeah. just knows code so well. Yeah. Um, all of these people have to be hired. All of these people have to, I mean, you need a system in place that can do this. Yeah. And this is, this is how these things get made. And, you know, if it's a couple guys, even if it's five guys behind this, it's just, and they get $200 million, like a, a check for two hundred million dollars—it's just not going to happen, yeah. you know. Um, it's not going to happen the way that they want to. Like you'll soon realize, getting into it, you're like, "Oh wow, this is this is tough." I can't. Well, yeah, they probably it. think it's like, "Cool, we'll just go use your sets." No, it doesn't work like you have to build the sets. You have to. There's a concept lot. art. Like yeah. it, the concept art goes through months and months of like, yes, no, yes, no. You know the. Um, the design of the, the the ships, the design of the, uh, the weapons, those things are inspired. <clears throat> I know Lucas was inspired by like World War Two and and different sort of uh, uh, military vehicles and ships from that era, which informs you know um, all of the ships and uh, aircraft in the in the movie. If you can, if you look at it. You can see what it was fashioned after, mm-hmm. and it's re- it's really amazing. But you know, uh, just looking at behind the scenes of Last Jedi, you know, there's sort of show and tell yeah. of all the weapons <clears throat> and stuff that they brought, and said, "Hey, I mean, they manufactured these weapons and said yeah. this is what you know." And Ryan goes, "Yep, no, I feel like no, no, I don't want that. I don't want no, yeah." So that's that takes months yeah. just to do that, and he hasn't even started filming no. yet. So it's. It's crazy, you know. You need a killer producer. I mean, he's—I think he's using the producer he's always used, and that's pretty amazing. Which was amazing because that's—I mean, granted, he had a support team of like Kathleen Kennedy, the studio, yeah. and everything. But the guy, oh no, we we did brick. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, it's the amazing. biggest thing is, guys, I got the school. That was—I mean, yes, he produces and does a lot more, but as a producer, he secured a school. Yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> Look, we got some extras and we got a school. Let's make this movie. This is Star Wars. All right, we need a department. We need props. Yeah. For what? Everything. Oh. Much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and we're shooting in 18 countries. Oh. There you I mean, go. And that's and it. That's... And there's just... So those people need to start because we're going to be there in two weeks. So they need to start here. And then this team needs to start two weeks after that because then we're going... It's... 
Exactly. And it's that part of it. And you look at the producer, he seems not that he's not capable of doing it. It's just that his uh, resume is not like it doesn't have anything like this on it. At least I don't think. And so he seemed really unaffected by it all. He's just sort of like, okay, so we're going to do this. Teams have to do this. We have to do that. And it's just like he and Ryan are sitting on the couch, like just kind of just shooting the breeze. Basically like, yeah, okay, well, let's get this, this Star Wars movie done. And it's like, it, they had it so down that yeah. I'm like, why well, he did Brick? You know, um, Looper or, you know, what? it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, and they progressed through the thing. I mean, Brick and everything, Looper was probably the big, most ambitious yeah, yeah. of their project. But still, Looper was still yeah. four locations. Yeah. And Bruce Willis, which I'm sure, I mean, that probably <laughs> prepared him more than anything. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, is Bruce in it? No. Yeah, I can do Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> Star Wars will take no time to do. Right. So, yes, there is so much to think about when making these. Yeah, that is pretty crazy to just be that relaxed, though. I, hey, I we're was, making Star Wars. I was like, and like you said, it's it's the the teams need to be here. Well, the terrain and you know this um, island in uh, the coast of Ireland or wherever they were um, was. Um, was going to be in a rainy season or something for yeah. a certain amount of time for the year. So we, you had to shoot at certain time. Yeah. So we have to get there or they had to shoot like when was it when Abrams was shooting. Yeah. Yeah. They had eight. to, they had to like, they had to finish shooting some of those scenes. They had to start shooting last Jedi when they were there with a non-complete script. I mean, he had a draft of the script, but in order to use that time, like you said, like in order to make sure it wasn't the rainy season, they had to jump up. So like when they finished, like that next day was eight for like, I think a week. Yeah. And then they went into production like three months later or something, which seems really kind of scary. Like imagine like just shooting that one scene going, all right, it's the only thing we've got. Yeah. We'll be back here in a month or whenever it was. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Like you said, you have to go to these different countries and just... Just shooting in a different country from the uh, little bit I know from producing um, in school of, like, having to do all that stuff. The things that you have to apply for and and get in order to to ship a production out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, now it's probably a little different because every country now has a film department. Yeah, and there's incentives and Romania. It's like... It's all about Romania. they, they, They make it and they set it up so that you have, you know... So they yeah. have these people there already. It's like, okay, this is going to be your line producer here, and he's going to get you stuff, and um, yeah, he'll tell you about locations and stuff. So it, it's it's a lot easier, and a lot of I think a lot of studios are probably set up overseas yeah. now, so they can just go ahead and shoot there. Still, it's it's a lot to deal with, and it's a lot of moving. It's just like you know those Marvel movies where you just like. Uh, another Ryan, you know, yeah. and Black Panther, you know, just, just shot some of the sh- some of the movie in Korea, and he didn't go because he had to be somewhere else. Yeah, this is just how they do it. It's it's a and that sequence is huge. It's huge sequence. for the director not to be. I there. know, and and yeah, that and, and it, it works works well, but it's just um, it's just how it had to be done, I guess, for the schedule, for the release date to happen. Which is so funny to think, all right, we're giving you $200 million. It's a Marvel film. Here's four days. Wait, what? 
I, I mean, they had more time than that, but it's just yeah. that idea of, oh, okay, cool, we're going to go to Korea? No, you can't. Why can't I go to Korea? Yeah, you know, you just can't go to Korea. You don't have the time in your schedule. Oh, okay. You know, it just seems so almost yeah. defeating a little bit. And then you look at that sequence, which is that, I mean, a lot of it is CG, but still, that was such a big sequence for the director not to be a part of. And I know he oversaw all of it before it happened, and he had a good B, good B team, but it's crazy that that big sequence, not like it was one shot. Hey, no, it was this helicopter shot. They landed, had one line. You could be like, yeah, whatever. It was a big action piece. It was a big centerpiece of the movie. Yeah. I know. It's, you know, I think it's one of the the best parts of the movie. Yeah. I mean, there was a, a lot of different uh, parts that I liked, but that was one. I was like, wow, Ryan did really <laughs> And, you know, it just didn't, you know, didn't happen. Um, but, you know, that's just. But he's still in a way kind of directed because obviously it was all mapped out ahead of time. Oh, for sure. Then he still in editing picked all the choices so it's like you know you still got all your stuff and some of it probably being green screen was probably him directing it yeah so there's probably moments that he directed within that that just weren't there like right. i mean you have a guy in an outfit then you do maybe a close-up of him without the the helmet on oh i shot that part right and, and i would imagine he'd have to approve it all like he gets the footage back in season goes you know what i this is not you know how i want it and they yeah. have to probably go back and you know do it but like you said he had it i'm sure prevised out and everything beforehand and and it was probably like this is exactly how we're gonna do it yeah great if you give me this i'm good to go yeah yeah exactly and i'm sure that's how it happened but you know this 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 last jedi part uh remake right you know (laughs) i want it it's so weird that i never seen i mean definitely there's always divisive films or whatever but like 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 Angela thought it was great, and then I thought it was like there were just so many people that thought it was great, and I then there's this weird subdivision thought yeah. it ruined the canon. Yeah, there were with anything you can always find moments that you don't like. Yeah, and there are a few things where it's like meh, but there's a few things in the originals that I'm like meh, right? You know, so but to like all of a sudden still be this angry about it, like more people are angry about <sighs> that than Solo, and I actually I really like Solo too, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's like. I thought more people would be angry with that just because you are treading on a character we know. Whereas The Last Jedi, you're just still moving the story along. This was going back and sort of, yeah. you know, changing the ideas of characters where it, just to be that angry, that people are that angry where that someone's already, they're up to 15 million. That's pretty, that's a lot of That's money. a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I think... Maybe you know it's not going to get funded. So it's like, yeah, here's a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is it two hundred million? The like, I think that's their goal. The like, if we don't get two hundred million dollars, we don't get anything. I have to find out. I don't know what it's on. Um, I hope it's on Indiegogo. I hope it's on (laughs) (laughs) Scene Spark. (laughs) Yeah, Scene Spark. (laughs) Um, how was I gonna say? Um, yeah, it's just I think Last Jedi is really good, and it's really good at. Just sort of introducing these ideas and introducing a lot of different ideas that's counter to what certain people may think a Star Wars movie either should be or the way they remember it in their minds. Because you're right, you know, you you watch the originals and you know, there are parts of you go, eh. yeah. But and now, like you now, we're watching now, now. like now. originally it was great. Yeah, you go back now, going, all right, I guess that did bump me, but I never cared yeah. at the time. And there I are didn't a lot have of, the internet to be mad at. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of 
movies that you love and hold you know dear in your heart yeah. and you're like you look back and you go ooh you know yeah. ooh, that might be kind of rapey you know yeah. you go, ooh right now I don't yeah know that's about a, that ooh. yeah so it's like okay you know but it was a different was it I don't want to say it, it was a different time I mean <laughs> it was it, and yeah. not saying it did, not giving it an okay no not, but it was just not. a different time yeah for sure and I think yeah, it's just the ideas he was playing with, which I thought, for me, I thought matured Star Wars a little more. Yeah. It sort of brought it into a different realm, um, which I think it, it should have been. You know, mm-hmm. I think it should have headed in that direction. I mean, you had things like, you know, the Harry Potter movies where, you know, the first two were criticized for not being dark enough, yeah. you know, um, and then they got darker. And it's like, this is kind of what happens. If you have something with such, you know, I mean, the archetypes of um, that George Lucas used in Star Wars, you know, is like, you know, good versus evil, you know, sort of almost sort of like a Shakespearean drama mm. uh, is is really what it is. Um, and if you really think about it, you know, those sorts of things go dark you know i mean you have you know maybe the greatest villain you know movie history and darth vader and um you know that you can't have him without it being you know going into a certain realm and i think that this part of star wars took us there yeah you know it's not always going to be the you know charming han and the battles and this and that which i think it's in there but it sort of plays with different ideas and that's what i think ryan you know really wanted to explore and i think he's glad and happy and totally stands by his choice to do so and i do too but i think that that bumps a lot of people because they remember the movies as as such and they've seen force awakens and sort of had that you know same charm that um the originals had or at least sought to to mimic that uh on a certain level but the last Jedi went in a different direction and obviously it bumped a lot of people yeah you know um and I think that's uh, the problem with like the preconceived because with the force awakens was smart we're going to give you a familiar movie with new people and old people mm -hmm. it'll still be really well done it was still amazing still love force the other movie I've seen twice in the theater and then I think everyone was like oh great we're going to get empire as the second one and it's like well no we already had empire so when you see this one you're like oh it's not empire Right. It's completely a new, like, I would have still been okay if it was like, hey, it's Empire-esque, fine, because it was still would have been made really well. But he took it, like you said, he matured things. He pushed the story narrative of all the movies forward and wasn't just about being the sequel to The Force Awakens. It was about being the sequel to all of them. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it did move every story. And the character development, you really saw Kylo Ren's character. Like, you got to see, it's like you're, you're seeing the, birth of the villain from force awakens where like yeah darth vader is just always darth vader mm-hmm. like you actually see the genesis of what a character is and he did so many interesting things so like i walked out just going oh i'm so glad it wasn't empire and i'm right. so glad my biggest complaint with the star trek movies was that they just gave us the same movies the the new versions of the star mm-hmm. except for three three was really good because i think simon Pegg wrote it and it was just a star wars movie or a star trek movie yeah like the first two were just remakes and it's like I don't I've already seen these movies and yes it's cool the visual effects are great and JJ's really good with practical effects but 
I don't know. I don't need to see these exact same movies again. Like the first one was fun to reintroduce the new characters. Like, okay, great. Then the second one was just Wrath of Khan. And it's like, I've seen Wrath of Khan. Yeah. I don't need a new Wrath of Khan. And if you're going to make Wrath of Khan, call it Wrath of Khan. You know, don't just, hey, Into Darkness. No, it's Into Wrath of Khan is yeah. what this movie is. So with The four, uh, with the Last Jedi, I think he really elevated the storytelling. And, and that's something you don't see with these movies. And they're really careful. Like, they want their properties to be really good. Kathleen Kennedy, no Star Wars, you know, and... And that was a big jump for them to go, hey, Ryan, not only we're going to let you write it, you're going to direct it, too. Because, you know, normally there's always a Kasdan around or mm-hmm. a, someone that's like, I'm sure, obviously, it wasn't just carte blanche. Go make your movie. Right. They saw the script. They approved it. And imagine, like, and to going back to his producer going, whew, I can't believe we got through it. And then Kathleen Kennedy, you're getting three more. Like, oh. And Ryan's like, cool. And I'm sure his producer, oh, yeah. Jesus, this one almost <laughs> killed me. I know. Because then you have to plan. Like, you know you're getting three. You have to plan for three. Yeah. You know, you have to make sure that, um, hey, maybe we can shoot some stuff for one, two, and three. Excuse me. One, two, and three at the same time. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can make it more economical yeah, for, and yeah, efficient. continuity. And st- yeah, exactly. So it's like you're kind of planning you know you got three. You're, plan- you're not planning one at a time. You're yeah. planning three movies. Yeah. Uh, granted, you have years to do it. I mean, I don't know when. They haven't announced when the uh, like the like his own trilogy yeah. is going to take place. Yeah, and, and it's, they got time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not going to come out in 2020 or 2019. No. So I don't think you can introduce the new trilogy yeah. like that that soon. But, um, but he's working on it now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure he's gotten scripts written. So, and too, he what's smart is that he can play in that world, but not have to stay true to anything. I yeah. mean, he has to stay true to, to the uh, story structure, but he doesn't have to like, oh, I have to make this character a certain way. It's like it's all new characters, and I mean, I'm sure there's going to be mentions. Of course, there's going to be a mention of like Tatooine and stuff like that. There'll be a mention, so they tie the worlds together, but it's not going to be, oh, Skywalker and. Or the names might be mentioned, right? Because they haven't really said when this takes place. Is this concurrent with the storylines we know? Are there going to be that thing? Holy shit! Do you hear they blew up a planet? You know, maybe. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's gonna. He's gonna sort of do that every now and then. But you know, I mean, I'd be excited to see his take on new characters, new worlds, new, new, uh, new battles. Yeah, Um, it'd be interesting. And then. Does that um, does do his does his trilogy does that have anything to do with the trilogy from like uh, DBYs the uh, Game of Thrones guys? Oh right, no, theirs is a TV series. I thought. Oh, theirs is. I thought is they're. I thought they're doing a TV trilogy or something like that. I oh. thought theirs was a TV setup. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about it, but. Other than that, they got a trilogy, and yeah. I would just assumed it I was, thought a it was theatrical. TV, but if so, then I don't know. That I might be on the verge of going. That might be too much Star Wars. I, which I, <laughs> which I, I would never this, thought. Even I as a kid, say camp with you. Um, but I just it may be TV. I just thought that these guys have sort of conquered television with Game of Thrones, so that if someone offers them a theatrical thing, Maybe then it is. they're like, yeah. Let's see, Game of Thrones. Um, I can't think of their name, so I'm just doing Game of DB, Thrones, Star Wars. I think one's Stevie Weiss, I think. Of course, people have made 
Star Wars edits of Game of Thrones, so that's always fun. <laughs> of course. Uh, it's so easy to do. Oh, no, it is films, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see them accepting like a TV kind of Well, because there, there had been talk of doing a TV series as well, and I was down for that. Like, oh, okay. A legit one-hour, like, not Game of Thrones style, but, you know, this is going to be, you're going to get a weekly Star Wars. And I thought, if it's done right, especially if it was the Game of Thrones people, and it was on the right channel, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I wouldn't want commercials, though, because that would take me out of the star wars world i would definitely want netflix hbo showtime well it would have to be one of those because you Money. can't you yeah you can't you can't even do it right like on a network yeah you know it, it it would look cheap so you have to you'd have to like put your money into it you have to spend like 400 yeah. million dollars or something um on 10 episodes yeah i don't know when they're doing it because they just had got a new series confederate too well they put that on hold oh they this. did Oh yeah, so, so they this, got, artic- this article might just be. Oh, yeah. it's from February, so I don't know. Well, so they got Confederate like last year. Mm-hmm. They got the writers, and they were um, other writers, and so it was supposed to be their next big series after Game of Thrones, and is controversial out the gate because of what it's about. But it's like it would if the South had won, right? Which I think is which, which is which was it would be interesting. But then when this opportunity came up, then they put that that was like okay it's pretty funny that even nowadays where we got a really cool series hey do you want to do star wars screw you guys (laughs) we're gonna go do star wars (laughs) exactly and then hbo's probably like oh okay stop yeah makes sense star Wars makes sense just come back when you're ready yeah exactly we love you guys i think they use the same sets as game of thrones like we'll just make the confederate work i think you probably (laughs) could i mean that's probably why they got the job you know the failure that last jedi was at their 1.3 billion dollars i mean you know, I I don't even know how you can utter those numbers. It's so <laughs> pitiful. Sad. It's number two in the series of grossing. Oh. Force Awakens is number one. Yeah. So, uh, and then Phantom Menace. And then, you know, but, but that was the excitement of, I get, like, the yeah. excitement of Force Awakens yeah. was big. And then Phantom Menace was like, oh, my God, we get more Star Wars movies. And then you see it and you go, oh. It's like, oh, I'm disappointed now in life <laughs> um this movie that's so tearing the fans apart 1.3 billion yeah they obviously hate it they hated it so much if those are probably people i hate this movie i'm gonna go see it again yeah if i hate something it's like oh, i'm done i moved on I mean, I mean we watched granted we watched uh batman superman but we watched a fan edit i'd watch a fan edit of the last jedi i would yeah just let look give these people here's all the footage Make the movie you want to make. Oh, like from <laughs> just from the dailies. Just all right. Bring it. Roll in the Unity and an Avid. Go. That I would. <laughs> I would jump at that. Like, oh, there's a lot. Why'd you guys do so many takes? <laughs> send cuts to Ryan. Like, yeah. Well, this is how it should have been done. He's like, yeah. Keep going. Keep doing. I'll just be over here in my trilogy. Yeah, I'll be over here in my uh, house made of money. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's a funny thing that someone's that mad and they're raising money and you know it's like good but it's like if you had a script i'd be curious what are your thoughts why do you hate the movie so much i mean how about this why don't you just hate the movie fine no one has to like everything and 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 move on you can't remake it you can't make it better because if you make it again then people are going to scrutinize that it's just not 
you're not going to win that argument, you yeah. know? Be on Twitter and hate it. Be on YouTube and hate it. Make a fan edit. Yeah. I mean, even even you can go, look, I can't fix everything, but these are the things that bother me. It's like, great. You did it. Yeah. And just move on. I mean, How about raise that money and make another movie? If you have $15 million, you can make a movie. It. I think you hit on it there. Why would you remake that? I mean, like you said, it makes them so angry that they have to remake the movie yeah. to go, now this is the movie. But it's not It's not going to It's not going to be... The layperson's not going to go to that movie and go, oh, yeah, yeah. I like they did better. it. Yeah. Screw nah. you, Lucas. <laughs> I know. Yeah, somehow <laughs> Lucas is to blame again. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Then Lucas, again, with his house made of money, is like, yeah, sure, it's me. It's like, I'm so happy I sold this thing for $4 billion. Exactly. He's not helping himself. He comes out like every month going, this is what I would have done. And everyone's like, that's why we didn't want you to make these anymore. Just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, he... I mean, it's his, you know, I get it. It's his baby, whatever. But uh, but, but you did. You sold it. You yeah. Know? You, I mean, you have to. I don't know if he's not. I don't know if he is obligated to bless every movie before mm-hmm. it comes out. But I think he does. I think the filmmakers do send it to him. Yeah. Well, he obviously gets it. But do want to know what he thinks of it. Yeah. You know. And if he approves of it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I think they all did. You think he's just happy Solo didn't do well? Ugh, finally. Maybe. Maybe in his, deep down he's like, has like a little smug smirk. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the failure that The Last Jedi is, I think he just sort of goes, yeah, see? If I you mean, had my movies. I, yeah. If you had my movies, he's like, wait a minute. Well, I like too when he came out and just went, uh, this is what I would have done, but the fans would have hated it. And why even talk? Because now we're going to talk about how really? much you aren't good at making films anymore. Yeah. I know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't. I thought that you know because what he said was, "Hey, I sold the thing for four billion dollars. Going to put it all in education, which is great, and that's it. And you know, yep, it's time to move on from Star Wars. I look. I'll not, still. I'll still go to the premieres. Yeah. I'll still be the face because I'll always be the face of Star Wars yeah. forever. I'm not too happy that he sort of gave it up, but you know because. You know, I think that him as sort of guru creator of Star mm. Wars, I think that, you know, he should be around. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of talent out there now who can take it into the direction it needs to be taken. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they invite him to the set. I know he was on the set. Of, oh, yeah. There were photos on the set of uh, Solo, him and Ron Howard. But that makes sense. I mean, they have massive history together. Yeah. So. And I love how in the, you know, in the opening it's lucasfilm and it's yeah. still lucasfilm it is not it'll always be it's lucasfilm. not gonna be disney it's not gonna be it's gonna be just lucasfilm which represents even though having been to lucasfilm it, it's a large company yeah i mean it's encompasses a lot of things but still back in the day it was this you know independent little 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 studio that could that yeah. produce the star wars so that's sort of what it represents to me it's like it's just Lucasfilm. It's not, and, it's, and you think of him, yeah. And that's it's very much the Tyler Perry presents Tiffany Haddish. It's Tyler Perry's <laughs> creation. Like when you see his name, it's like you see Lucasfilm. Your first thought is George Lucas, yeah. And it's yeah, this kid who made a film that everyone was just like, really, your space film? We got a hundred space films, yeah. And we've we've seen them, yeah. you know. And it's just like really, yeah. you know, you couldn't take any cues from stars. Yeah, I. 
like you said, go ahead and make your movie. It's just it's just gonna fall on its face and it's gonna go south really quickly. Um, and if it's really good, great. You made a start, and you have a career now. If it's really good, then I I will stand up and applaud. Yeah. But I mean, this is like the hardest thing. The people working on Star Wars, this is the hardest thing they do. Well, and and, speaking, and they do it all the time. And speaking of which, like we we watched some space movies at work that were around the same time, so they could have literally ripped off Star Wars. They did in one. Someone had a lightsaber, yeah, so it true. was literally as straight up. It's a sad. I think it was probably before they yeah trademarked everything that's in a Star Wars, but. And when you, what made me think about it is you, you mentioned like how Ryan is approving everything, which I remember from the original documentaries of George Lucas walking through, I think it was during Empire, and just going, oh, that looks good. That like mm-hmm. character design, like they, someone super talented made a clay sculpture of mm-hmm. a character, and he was like, oh, that's really good. We should, uh, more arms and, you know, just a, a bigger head. And then they went back and had to make a new clay yep. sculpture. I know. Not like a 3D rendering, a sculpture yeah and i just remember thinking going i can i have that but him going through and approving and like holding in his hand and then i was thinking because whatever the space movie was oh it was the hasselhoff one yeah i know i can't whatever it was called but there was a moment where the girl in the leather bikini because because i guess that's how you have to space yeah it's (laughs) It's not cold in space apparently (laughs) she had this uh laser rifle that was not meant to be held in a hand like they had a trigger yeah that was but you couldn't thing. hold it in a hand because it was the size of a rifle but the front part looked sort of like a sword so when she was holding it it looked super awkward and that's why you have these things that person then went hey we need a space gun so someone made one and if you put it on the table you went yeah that looks like a space gun but no one picked it up and practically thought of oh right we're gonna have to run with this gun and that's why you would have like lucas or ryan johnson or even jj abrams walking through going my god that looks like a space gun pick it up oh yeah, yeah. you're gonna need to do something here because holding it is awkward right and and, and i don't know if it's like they did that mm-hmm. and they were oh holding is very awkward and they go well space i mean that's <laughs> kind of what they they'll do because space you know it's just like yeah they'll they may hold it then yeah and it's if you look at the costumes of a lot of these space movies i mean i'm talking all of them it's like the way they are is like why is it designed that way and my head goes to uh space like they do do things differently than we do it's like why i yeah. mean this there's a reason why we have a uh, three holes in a four holes in a t-shirt because you got to get the arms yeah. and the torso and it's, it's like don't just make it just different because of space now i can't fit my arms right. in and it's like well you know space space is different so they'll yeah. do this you can't hold a gun because <laughs> correctly because it's in space and this is what they're doing no that's that was so funny because you look at star wars and yes the costumes were great but they were just regular clothes yeah the stormtroopers were probably like the most ornate but it still looked like a outfit like armor and stuff like that whereas this it's like all right here's a vinyl jacket yeah why would i wear a see-through vinyl what is the purpose of this seafood there was no and like one button you know and you're walking around with your space rifle that you can't hold you're like look i get it you're trying to think outside the box but you still have to think practically right exactly i mean these things like everything is really functional i mean i'm not sure i know star wars was in the past but these futuristic space movies everything like if you're on a ship you know so everything has to be functional everything has to be efficient because we've learned 
that you make these things um, economical and efficient. Mm-hmm. And that has to go across the board. It has to also go to costume. Yeah. You know, and it can't be, okay, wow, this is basically a city on a ship where we have everything we need. Everyone lives on the ship. The ships that, um, there's a, a bunch of bays with uh, tinier ships that go out and fight and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You figured all that out, but then when we get to the costumes and it's just like, in the some of the weapons, you're like, well, it doesn't really work well. It's like, well, no, they, they wouldn't have just, you know, we're stopping, you know, yeah. at the ship, but we're stopping here. We're, but, but with respect to costumes, you know, you just won't be able to use one arm or you, yeah. you know, you can't shoot that gun without, you know, shooting it in a direction that you hadn't attended because, you know, it wraps around your waist and yeah. you have to, like, hold it side with. It's like, because space. And yeah. it's like, no. Yeah, because that gun would have been fine if it was just on the wall. Like, if they opened, like, a closet up and go, grab a space gun, and you saw them hanging, be like, that looks really cool, and they grab a different gun. But the minute you grab that gun, it has to. Yeah. Because then she's just walking around. Like, she didn't know. Like, <laughs> even she's like, I can't even comfortably find a place to hold this that looks real right but you know she was in a leather bikini with a lapel so that's for some (laughs) reason but that was funny too like with the space movies is of that time like you had a blueprint like i'd get it if one was done before star wars because then they just jammed it out it's like oh star wars is big pull this off the shelf but you had a blueprint and some did it well like there was the one where the space looked okay but they looked like models and it was mm-hmm. like ugh. then the next one the models looked great but then they chose space with colored stars which was interesting yeah but the models were really good until they started doing really really extreme close-ups never do close-ups of models just shoot it against space but to see that like how like, they would shoot one person, they'd fall, then they'd shoot the next person, and they disappeared. And it's like, all right, you got to have, come on, consistency. What does this right. gun do? Like, does this gun make someone disappear, or does it do they just fall down? And that was, yeah, they're all terrible anyways. And Hasselhoff with, the, you know, his flowy hair. and Hasselhoff, he's just basically posing the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah it's just amazing how, like, you get, it's different as in, you know, now they're i mean these teams are massive and you deal with a massive amount of things and you got like 3d um uh pre-visualization you know you have like on star wars you're gonna do you're still gonna do the clay models yeah you know that that's not gonna change yeah um so there's a massive amount it's like armies of uh teams on these uh, Star Wars movies today, back in the day, say you had these, you know, uh, off-brand uh, space movies, it's still going to be a team in there yeah. uh, dealing with manufacturing props and all these types of things. And, like, what does this thing do? Mm-hmm. Now, you ca- I cannot believe that it goes, oh, well, sometimes if you shoot it, sometimes it'll it'll make them disintegrate. Sometimes it'll make them disappear. Sometimes yeah. it'll do this. Sometimes- and you go... Well, that's great. That's yeah. cool. That that has those different uh, settings. Like, <laughs> oh, this is invisible. So, yeah. You know, but but tell us. Yeah, but let's kind of set that up a little bit instead of going, oh that oh I guess why did it do that? What, it's what almost like that? they were in editorial and shot someone and they did that effect like a very it he just then the third one then all of a sudden it's like it's gonna take too long he just dies like they just let him get shot and they're like, yeah we're not gonna 
see this happen anymore because that was i mean we're talking some of these we watched was 78 79 and 80 i think were the three movies we watched they were yeah they were 78 79 and 80 i think or maybe it was 80 and 81 so it was that thing of they had the blueprint right and you're still working with flatbeds and film so i can imagine like something take while look if every time we do this effect it's going to take this much more time we have a release date all right we've done it three times fine now it's just going to shoot them we'll just cut away you know yeah i i I don't know i'm sure they were dealing with release dates and stuff like that but it just some of the things like think it out first like don't like have a the point of view have a uh, like you said set it up so that you tell us the rules of how these things work yeah. first so that we were settled in. And that's what a lot of these terrible movies are. It's like, look, a lot of movies are, uh, you know, very sort of contrived um, circumstances, you know, and you go fine, but we still love them. We still go yeah. along with it. Yeah. You know? Um, yes. The, basketball court wasn't out back uh, in seasons <laughs> one through four but now all of a sudden there's one because little kid Story. needs to learn how to yeah. <laughs> play basketball but we're going along with it um we'll go along with anything yeah you know some maniac in a hockey mask hacking up teens yeah sure but just lay it out first yeah. and then we'll go along with it yeah if, if you set up the rule which go back to because rules if you have rules we'll go with them yeah. and and that was the thing. It was just uh, that that was it. It was whatever the space movie we watched. The the company wanted a Star Wars, so the director read the novelization of Star Wars. Didn't go see Star Wars. Read the novelization of oh, Star Wars. The novelization is always terrible. And that's just literally just this. Basically, it's an as broadcast almost for the most part. Like it's an as Pretty broadcast much. with some uh, direction, so you know where you are. But it's just an as broadcast. That's yeah. all the the novelizations are for the most because i remember i think i got one one time as a kid and i went oh, I oh my god too, a star yeah. wars book and you read it you're going oh it's the movie yeah i'm not learning anything no this it's is, just uh, the basically only, what happened the only the time world. you would learn something is if for some reason they put it out before the final final edit because sometimes there i think there's one of them where there's a scene that's not in the movie because they had an earlier version because mm. they were trying to like look we got to get the novelization out right. when this comes out we got to get people hyped up and there's like a scene in it that wasn't in it. You're like, oh, that's interesting. But they're terrible. And they decided to have robot battles using um, uh, stop motion. And then that was just like, oh, don't use stop motion. It's 1980. Yeah, that was a weird choice. And I think it was like, oh, I'm a fan. Yes, you're a fan, but you also have robots that are people in costumes. Keep it that way. But it was just like he wanted some. It was just someone who's like always wanted to do a Ray Harryhausen stop motion <laughs> why it's the 80s <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense um i yeah i mean the whole thing was basically like wouldn't it be cool if or stuff you know i did in film school or uh <laughs> just try it out yeah. you know like in, in my animation class you know where i saw lucas's yeah. stuff psychedelic stuff i mean it was it was the 60s yeah it was uh you know, it was a bunch of me just trying out stuff. I did stop motion. I did, um, you know, uh, single frame uh, animation with the, you know, overhead camera. That was mm-hmm. pretty tedious and pretty cool. We used opticals, which was, you know, 
nobody's using opticals anymore, but it's sort of like, this is how they did films, like the ones we yeah. were talking about back in the day. And so they would do these opticals, and now you're like, and they did Star Wars, uh, opticals in Star Wars too, but it's like, it's a process where, you know, exploration is what it's really about. Yeah. And it's about like, let me try stop motion. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, you yeah. know? Um, the the uh, single frame, you know, a- animation. It was it was great, you know, using cells and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it all comes together into something. I was just trying it. Yeah. Lucas was just trying it, you know. Um, but when you have a film, you don't just go, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool if this this guy stopped motion?" Why? Because because yeah. oh okay, we're going along with it. Well, because you didn't. There was no consistency to it. It was just so he could have these two robots in like two or three scenes. Yeah. It's like, but you already have people dressed up. I you had robots for, dressed up, like, so it's like a person in it, a robot suit. And, yeah. then, and then then you have a, I guess he was trying to say it was a different kind of robot. Because you do have different yeah. kinds of robots in Star Wars, if if you want to say that that's the blueprint. But, you, you can, know. You can have them without it being a person in a costume. Yeah. Yes, it's more of a puppetry, and then you have to manipulate, you know, like... Uh, like with uh, robotics and stuff like that to make it work, but the ones that he used could have been just dudes in, ro- in suits, like the the because yeah. it's Didn't not like uh, the old like uh, Clash of the Titans with uh, skeletons that made sense right. because that yeah. was the time and skeletons is you know you can't put a person in a skeleton right you know uh, unless you're Cobra Kai and dress up go to the prom. Uh, <laughs> look we're skeletons yeah. they were gonna kick uh, LaRusso's ass um sure but it was just there was kind of no reason other than for him just to do it because it's something he wanted to do yeah and it just looked weird it just felt because we were sort of on board it's like all right colorful space that's interesting the the models were really cool Hasselhoff's hair pretty dope oh yeah and then they also had robots that were just people too Remember that? And they just sort of moved like yeah. robots. <laughs> oh, oh, right. 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 They, they moved doing, and they made they noises. Doing, yeah. They were doing the robot. It, we're doing the robot. I was like, oh, my God, they're doing the robot. Yes. But that was that. interesting. Like, there were those things. Then they took it back, and you're like, oh, stop motion. Not like I was ever on board with this film going, oh, my God, I'm transformed. I'm in <laughs> right. space now. Like, I want to visit this world. It was more of, well, they're doing something different. Yeah. And I and I'm, I think that's what it is. It's, that's why it's so fun to revisit these old films is that ones that we've never heard of is you see people are just trying. It was yeah, like, no. I'm going to do something different. And, and I think it's fun when you see the movies that are like space movies. Like horror films, anyone can have a spin on the horror film. We watched the one where it was the guy was just in a green shirt and you saw his face. There was nothing. He would just went to the school and murdered yeah. people for no reason. Yeah. There was, there was no motivation behind that character, but that was it. I'm just going to kill some teens. Because someone saw another horror film where they killed teens. Yeah, exactly. But the space ones are fun because you have such a blueprint. You have 2001, and then you had Star Wars. So you knew, you kind of know what you're doing, but they were just making a film. So it's just kind of fun to see the ones that are, I think, have more at stake. Like a horror, I think you can do whatever, and you can just sort of be on board. Space, you just have to, like, you have to sell so many ideas. You have to feel like you're in space. You have to go to different worlds. So this idea of that... Making that almost seems harder. Like, you make a horror film, and what's his motivation? I don't know. He has He's going to kill people with a hammer. Cool. You know, but, yeah. like, the space one just seems... You want more good space movies. There's so few still. Even now, with technology, there's still f- few that are that good. I know. Where you're like, oh, I want to revisit this movie. 
I don't I don't understand I don't understand why though. I don't understand why we don't have better more and uh better space movies. I mm. just don't get it. I mean, yeah, I think that there's definitely a studios are behind putting out space movies, mm-hmm. but I don't know why you can't write a good one. Yeah, cuz that's what was I mean, you had I mean even if you're I mean, I said 2001 and then Star Wars, it's like you even had the Star Trek series which was literally just regular people on a ship that you bought because they didn't over try to do anything. Their whole thing mm-hmm. was subtle. Here's a shot of space quick. Hey, we're on a planet. These people are half black, half white. All right, I'm, yeah. on, I'm on board, but just enough. What's the set design? I don't know, put a bush with uh, some sort of green backdrop. All right, we're good. But enough to sell the story of it. And right. then a lot of these just feel like they were, all right, that worked in Star Wars, that worked here. Because that one, too, with the Hassoff one, the sets were actually okay. Like, they had a lot of real big sets. It was just that her in a bikini for some reason, and then the the stop motion, and then her karate (laughs) scene where she just kind of came in and just flailed. Looked like it was – was that the improvised? That was was the – according to the uh, trivia, that was an improvised fight scene. And it looked – like it i feel like if you're planning okay you're gonna do a fight don't worry we got this on the day yeah i don't yeah it's never. not one of those things on the day it's like oh actually you know what would be really cool is we should do a fight scene let's do a couple rehearsals this was probably in the script and then they got to that day all right whatever you guys want action yeah it's just cool. no choreography <laughs> nothing just i don't know what they were doing <laughs> it's almost like that thing oh man we got to make a space movie this week okay yeah, I mean, I in some of the sets and some of the they were trying stuff, but it did s- seem like me having a limited crew. By limited crew, I mean just me <laughs> um, making something for my mind, maybe fashioning it out of clay or whatever, um, and shooting it. And it was like, well, yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, I think I could do that on my own. But if you had a team of people, that's sad. Like yeah. you could make it look little better yeah because they built like someone gave them direction to build sets that seemed practical because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see some of these and they're building a set you're like what does that do right we don't know and the guys just turn in a big wheel or something you're like <laughs> i don't know if that space works like that but and i think too it could have been a time of um hey we're, we're gonna make a star wars movie great go like people weren't maybe check and balancing because they just wanted a star wars hit you know yeah and it's like oh we need to make a space movie all right, here's a space movie. Like, because that one had literally had a lightsaber in it. It did. I was and like, it was, was that a lightsaber? I was like, can they? Do? Well, I guess it was a year later, and they didn't really have, like, they didn't trademark everything at that point. Once they realized they had Star Wars, they went, oh, yeah, we got to put a button on everyone doing what we do. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I that was a complete ripoff, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is this part of the Star Wars universe, or what? Because <laughs> I don't think so. This is Ryan Johnson's, right? That's why, see, he's the worst. <laughs> like, like, where am I? Yeah, I mean, and they're not great movies. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it makes me just want to go just write, like, four different treatments for, like, really good space movies because yeah. it's it's not it's not not only it's hard yeah. you know it's just the people don't know what they're doing and i don't i don't, I don't get it yeah you know? i mean we've li- literally come to the point now where it's like our space movies are star trek and star wars it's like yeah. look and yeah we'll have a, a random one like um 
sort of space movie like Gravity, but that was more of a realistic right. space movie. And then you have, um, I thought Danny Boyle's Sunshine was really good. Yeah. But it, that was more of a movie about real people just in space. This isn't like a sci-fi. I mean, it is sci-fi by in nature, but it wasn't like, hey, we have creatures. This was literally just a crew of people yeah. from Earth that had to go reignite the sun. So his space movie was good in the sense that felt like you were in space. Gravity felt like you were in in space but once again that is a grounded you know it could have almost been a you know not documentary it's like oh here's a true story it's like even like apollo 13 is a space movie but right. it's about real events there's just few that are sci-fi yeah you like know? you know like sci-fi like blade runner yeah but again blade runner is a brand from back then too yeah. so it's not and like it's not really a space Space? It's, it's not just really. Sort of, it's, it's not more sci-fi. It's than, a sci-fi movie. It's not necessarily space, but I, I don't know. I don't know why people don't do it. Because it feels easy. Like I mean, they made a Friday the Thirteenth in space. Well, yes, not that it was, they did. I would they made it. They did that better than the movie we watched. Because well, they yeah. didn't worry. I mean, but once well, again, yeah. grounded. Sorry, it was space. Like I ate jason's heart became <laughs> jason in space so i mean there's only so much grounded uh sci-fi we can do but that once again was people just on a space station so it wasn't yeah like the space travel where you're in a different world and that you're not a lot of these space movies that i'm thinking of are all earth-based even interstellar is a earth-based i guess space when it's like oh we got to save the human race so we're gonna go to a black hole or something kind of remember i think that's that movie and they traveled through time and then talk to him so i don't know i yeah, i like interstellar but it was a little uh <laughs> a little like grandiose a little, it was a little more of i'm a filmmaker yeah like i, mean, I get it you are which which is fine yeah. you know but once again that is a more of a i guess it, it's a sci-fi space but it's a, a like grounded in our reality that hey we're gonna go on a spaceship there's there's just few that are their own world that have nothing to do with earth i know star trek mentions earth but you never go to earth except in the whales one which was uh, star trek 4 the return home where they go save whales oh right that was <laughs> and once again they went back and saved whales so tell you how good that one is that was the budget like look we don't have a budget for a fourth that, one yeah what if we just walk around san francisco sold i mean that's really all pretty much that was it it's like we don't have money to do a space movie what if it's our space people in san francisco give this guy a check blank check i know so it's just kind of weird that we don't have more. There aren't more, or there's just more that I don't know of that have, hey, we have an alien, we have a robot. There just doesn't seem... Like uh, Valerian, is that... Uh... <laughs> there we go. Actually, that's an exact point. That was a space movie. Yeah. And I, other than the two leads who I just didn't think were good, that was a legit space movie. I saw it at the theater mm-hmm. and enjoyed it. I, I was like, why aren't? why don't we have more of these where... You had a CG character, then you had a guy in an outfit, then you had a robot, you had space guns that looked real. Like they put a lot of thought into that that movie, but you just you just don't get a lot of them. And I think it's because you have to do it right. Like Valerian had almost everything right, except the two leads. I just didn't think yeah they sold whatever story they were trying to do. So yeah, I mean. We have Jason X and Valerian. <sighs> Jason X. I just remember seeing the trailer for Jason 10X or whatever it is. And going, is he on a spaceship? And it's like, Jason in space. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm 
done. Like, I can't do this. Well, it was just the fact that when they got to, uh, was it, you know, Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> that, was, that started it. Then, yeah. you, then, then you went, okay, I think that's it. Jump shark, whatever you want to call it. They're probably... Next one, they'll probably... I don't know why I thought this. Yeah. Next one, they'll probably go back to basics. Go yeah. back to the original. Go back to Crystal Lake or whatever yeah. it is. And then when it was like... I saw Jason on a spaceship. I literally was like... Oh, uh, he had that cool mask. It was yeah. like metal. And and it was like... Like, maybe it was like Jason in space. And it's like, this has to be a comedy. If there was dubstep at the time, that trailer would have been in dubstep. <laughs> oh, you know it would have. Because it's funny, because I always remember uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. I, I loved those movies, even the crap ones. Like, even the space one's terrible, but... I still saw it, and it's still... Like you said in the beginning, I was like, really? That's... Okay, sure. And then we go in, but it does... You know Jason. You know what he's gonna do. You So, you go in, yeah. and it's... It, they're fun yeah um yeah because it starts off they blow him up and somehow this guy bites into his heart and becomes even eh, whatever but it's funny to think about jason takes manhattan and then we'll just wrap it up is that in retrospect i remember the the idea of how he got to manhattan was that a boat hooked on because he was chained underwater everyone every movie ends with him chained underwater because right. that's the only way you can slow him down poor guy the boat grabs onto him and drags him to new york but then i never realized but you're in Crystal Lake. How did that boat get to Manhattan? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in probably 15 to 20 years because I revisited some of them. Yeah. I don't remember how he got hooked from the lake and then ended up in New York. But I always remember there was the fight scene. Someone's like, oh, hey, punk. There's a guy with a machete and a hockey mask yeah. like, because New York's tough. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do. And then it's like, what up, punk? And yeah. he starts punching him in the mask. And then Jason punched him so hard his head came yeah. off. And it was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> but that was the whole premise of him just going. But but I like the idea of taking him and putting him in a city because it yeah. seemed ridiculous. Him in there works fine. Him yeah. in a, a Crystal Lake when there's a small area. Him walking around New York. I got a machete. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just probably thinking, oh, it's just another new yorker no the maniac just trying something out or just but i like that like whatever. a kid just sees a guy that's how tough new york was yeah <laughs> that's probably so that would be the way since i haven't been in new york how i would have written new york in the 80s i just hear they're really tough they wouldn't care if some guy was walking with a machete but now even though i haven't been yeah i'd still be like all right someone's walking with a hockey mask and machete no one's going to confront him they're literally going to go away from the guy with the machete. Now? Especially now. Yeah. No. Like in the not. 80s in my head, someone, come on, punk. Yeah. And start punching him in the head. Because in my head, that makes sense. Then. <laughs> now, not so much. And Jason is not, you know, he's not like 5'2". Like, yeah. he's like this towering, you know, figure in yeah. a mask with a, like you said, with a machete. Yeah. I don't, I think you don't want him any part of that. No. You know, because yeah, he's like, it, I think the guy they got, they play him like that, that Kane Holder, I think his name is. Uh, it's like six four. Yeah, six, so he's four. six four. Six four. Hockey mask, and they have him bigger. Yeah, because of all the gear. Huge chain around his neck. Yeah, and a machete. <laughs> I think it. Okay, so say you knew, no, and it, I guess they don't know anything about <laughs> Jason. So you think this is just a guy, and he bumps in into mask. you. Yeah, yeah, in a mask with a chain and a machete. If it's just a guy, like, he's not, 
his mental state is like not there. He's yeah. not gonna care. Yeah. If he, you know, hacks your head off or whatever. Yeah, if you I, didn't know he's an unkillable being, yeah. you're not going to go, I'm going to take that guy yeah. out. See, I got with the machete, I'm going to go up to him. Yeah. No. I'm thinking, I, yeah. Let that me. guy disrespected us. He bumped into us. Dude's got a chain around his neck, a hockey mask, yeah. and a machete. We're going to let this one slide. Exactly. Like, he could be running around just chopping people's heads. Like, that could be that guy. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. This guy doesn't look well. Oh yeah, hey punk! <laughs> I would love if that was that were Shia, that guy. Because <laughs> Shia would though. He would. In New York, Shia'd be like, "Don't disrespect yeah. Shia." The guy's got a machete. I don't care. He wouldn't actually. But he wouldn't still, care. He'd he wouldn't just care. walk away from it. Yeah, like just he would kill Jason because <laughs> he would go do it. Yeah, do it. And then he'd become <laughs> Jason. I want him to become Jason. He kills him, eats his yeah. heart. Raw, do it. Puts on the hockey. <laughs> I hope that's in the movie. Oh, it's going to be in the movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's been Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy. Oh,